Welcome back to Rock Hound Radio. What is up, everybody? We're back for another Friday, and we're just going to keep on keeping on, man. We're out here. I'm just spitballing this Friday. I don't got much, but uh, I figure we talk about a little bit of stuff. So, in the bonus episode about the whatever, I don't even remember what it's called. Um, anyway, I talked about like picking up those couple of Game Boy Advance games that I had when I was younger that I never beat. And, well, let's just say I am still still haven't beat Dragon Ball Z and the Legacy of Goku. It is just tough, man. I haven't really played it much. I played it, like, pretty solid one day, and I just kept dying. And I said, you know what, dude? I'm not even to hell with it. I'll come back to that. So that game still looms over my head as something I have not beat, and I will take it as my life challenge to at least make sure that I complete that game. And I also wanted to talk about... A couple other games from my childhood that I never beat that I would like to eventually circle back around and maybe try and beat them. The the game Black. So if you guys don't remember it or don't know what I'm talking about, it was a like first person shooter from way back in the day, like PlayStation 2 and I'm pretty sure original Xbox. And what a game it was. It was, I mean, the case of the game was pretty much just bullet casings, and I don't even remember the story or any of that. I probably should have prepped a little and looked it up, but no, I'm going off straight memory here. I just remember like running around and first-person shooter. You just went around, and I remember making it so far into the game, and it was just freaking hard. Like I just remember dying so many times. So eventually, I will find that game, and I will play it, and I will beat it because I'm on a mission. Eventually in my life, I want to, like, as many games that I can remember that I never beat when I was a kid, I'm going to try and pick those games up and beat them now that I'm an adult. And sometimes that'll work in my favor, and other times I'm sure it won't. Because if you guys have ever played a game and you're struggling with something, and you look the guide up, and the guide tells you, like, exactly how to do it, and you still fail, yeah, that's me a lot of the time. It just laid out right in front of me, and for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, yes, I can read this, but... You know, it makes no sense or I completely do ask backwards or any of any of the above happens usually. But like I said, I will I will defeat those games and win and become the ultimate gaming master of my own, you know, prophecy or whatever you want to talk about. Anyway, um, PS2 black. I will I'll, I'll have to try and find that somewhere. Maybe they made it for the GameCube. I'm not sure. I need to do a little more research on that. But as far as other games I wanted to talk about along those lines, so way back in the day when I very first started playing Pokemon and on the Game Boy Color, I remember having the blue version and I also had yellow. And I remember I never beat either of those games, like ever. I just, when Gold and Silver came out, I played those. And technically, I mean, I was a kid and, you know, there was like the Game Sharks or what action replays and they were basically like cheat mode for the Game Boys or for the games. You know, or I think they used to refer to them as like Game Genies for the original Game Boy. I'm not sure, but they basically allowed you to cheat. And, you know, you could level your Pokemon up, give yourself Master Balls to catch whatever you wanted, and just do all kinds of crazy stuff. And I remember getting my copy of Silver and a kid on the that I rode the bus with that was a couple grades older than me. I remember like begging him, like, please, please use that on my game. And I like started off the game with like a level 100, well, actually two level 100 Pokemon. And I just like remember running through the game and just thinking I was like the toughest guy in the whole entire planet. 
But I never really, I guess, legitimately beat it. I just played it a bunch after I ran through it. <clears throat> but uh, no, so like I said, I never beat Yellow or Blue. But uh, whenever, let's see, it was probably like a year ago on the Nintendo 3DS, I picked up the copy of Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Blue or Red, I'm not sure. So you can like play those games digitally. And I was like, you know what? And with a vengeance, I came through and I played Yellow for about a week or two. I bet you it was probably two weeks. I like grinded. And I remember getting to the Elite Four because if you go through all the gym leaders and you get all eight badges, you go and face the Elite Four and the champion. And uh, let me tell you, I was severely underleveled because if you guys know anything about those older Pokemon games is there's not a whole lot of mechanics except for you know, to increase your level, it's basically like destroying a bunch of super low level monsters and other Pokemon to get very little experience. So it's a very long process. And uh, yeah, I went through and I had a really under level team for what it was and I completely crushed them. Yeah, I just went in there with like, I had to look back at my Hall of Fame, but I remember my buddy Cameron, he was like, dude, you're never going to, he's like, that's, you're going to go in there and you're going to just suffer defeat a thousand times, which I really thought I would. But ultimately my goal was to just go into the elite, spend all my money on heels, go into the elite four and just see how far I can make it. And if I got knocked out, I would basically just restart and still have all those levels. And I'm pretty sure I beat it on one try, but yeah, that was, that was very like, <clears throat> It was like a victory moment for me. Like I remember like looking back, like my now self looked back at my former self and just gave my gave him a little wink and a thumbs up, like, hey kid, I finally did it. And after that I was like, Well, never playing this again. <laughs> and uh, I closed it out and then I'm pretty sure I played a different Pokemon game because there for like a year that's all I played because now that we live well, I mean I have better internet now, thankfully, but I pretty much haven't played PlayStation or Xbox. You're playing a switch and a lot of a lot of Game Boy games and you know Pokemon and this that and the other, but uh, yeah, that was definitely a big accomplishment for me because I like I said I remember having my original blue copy and getting to like the Elite Four and just having you know it was like when everybody's first game when they were a kid was like you had one super powerful Pokemon that you leveled up and then the rest of your party is just like level thirty. That was me. And I'd ran through the whole game, only focusing on one Pokemon, not balancing my team like one should. And I uh, got to the end and was like, yep, nope, can't beat this. And I'm pretty sure if the game hasn't like erased itself because I haven't played it in so long because those internal batteries and stuff go bad or, you know, you can get those replaced. But I'm pretty sure my game, if it's still on there, who knows? I'll have to check that and let you guys know. But yeah, that was uh, definitely definitely a cool adventure to like go back, play that game from my childhood, especially one of my a game from one of my favorite series ever, and just absolutely crush it and be the underdog going in too. Because like I said, I was severely underleveled for. I think I just got a lot of like crit critical hits, and um, I just had good balance, good tight balance. But uh, yeah, well, uh, let's see here. Maybe we'll go to break a little bit early this episode, and then after break, we'll get back to all kinds of other stuff that I don't have wrote down, because like I said, this is a free-for-all episode. We're just going out and about and talking about whatever. All right, I'll see you guys in a minute. All right, now that we're back from break, and we're officially getting ready to, you know, we'll talk a while, then we'll wrap up this Friday's episode. But before we do all that stuff, man, we still got, oh man, plenty to cover. So I did do some research and found out that 
Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim is, if you guys don't know what that is, look it up and hopefully you do know. But if you don't, it is a game made by Bethesda, role-playing game, and Skyrim's been out for at least 10, more than 10 years now. But it is a fantastic game if you like open world role-playing games where you can pretty much, it's like, I don't know, imagine like a Dungeons and Dragons and you can sit out and do whatever you want, be an orc, be an elf, be a, uh, I don't know, be a cat person. I can't think of what they're called. I want to say Tabaxi, but that's D&D. That is not Skyrim. They are called Kajik. There we go. About forgot. You can play an Argonian, which is like a lizard man. But I know. Check it out. It's super cool. You know, make your own adventure type thing. Run around, kill dragons, kill dragon priests, kill, you know, giants, whatever, whatever you want to do. If you don't want to kill anybody, roll around, become a mage, become all-knowing and powerful with a bunch of cool spells or... You know, do whatever you want. I guess the whole base of this is I've played this game a crazy amount of hours. And uh, if you guys are familiar, they actually released something called an anniversary edition. And that was either earlier this year, I believe, or late last year. So the anniversary edition is basically a whole bunch of added on content as far as quest items. Just, I mean, you name it, they added it pretty much, you know. And the one of the biggest showcase things that they... You know, when they announced it, which was really funny to me, was fishing. They're like, oh, my. And now in Skyrim, you can fish. So they, like, showed a bunch of videos and screenshots of, you know, your heroes standing out there fishing in the stream. And I just thought it was pretty cool. Funny that they, like, showcased that one thing. So everybody online was like, how do I get fishing in Skyrim? (laughs) I don't know. It's pretty funny, pretty cool. But, uh, no, the anniversary edition released for the consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and they, it's been rumored that it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. So you better believe it. When the Skyrim Anniversary Edition hits the Switch, I'm probably 100% buying it. And because, because then, I'll, I mean, I'll just have to. And playing it on the Switch will be that much better. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the Anniversary Edition. I would imagine, from what I've seen online, they'll probably announce it sometime next year. Or it's projected to be next year before they release it. You know, that is a whole lot for them to cram down for the switch as far as content, you know, and everything else in between. So be on the lookout for that. And I'm super excited to play that. Maybe when it, whenever it comes out, we can have like a, a whole year dedicated to Skyrim and going through and playing it now with all of them. Cause the game is huge. I mean, I've, you can play it for easily 80 hours and still not complete everything or, you know, a hundred hours, not complete everything you know, you could, it's just, Hundreds of hours, I think, are devoted to like completing the game in general. But even after you complete it, there's just so much. You can just interact and you know do so much. You can buy a house wherever you want. You can build your houses. There's just all kinds of cool stuff. And treasure is, you know, once you get to be such a high of a level, you can pretty much make yourself insanely rich by creating your own necklaces and enchanting those necklaces to make even more money. I don't know. It, it's like I said, build your own world tycoon type thing. You get in there. Role play. Me and uh, my friend Cameron have role played several times, just like playing a character that's like maybe an alchemist or, you know, maybe somebody who's just a little more passive instead of just going in with an axe and raging out and killing everybody in sight. You know, maybe going about it a little bit more passively. You know, most of these games, a lot of the endings are, you know, you won't be able to talk your way out of, but you got a chance to, you know, play a little more passively and maybe not jump right to battling anybody right off the start. You know, who knows? But like I said, be on the lookout for that next year. I will definitely keep you guys updated because, like I said, something I'm super looking forward to. 
But uh, among other things, we uh, I know I talked about this a few episodes back, but uh, my brother-in-law issued a challenge. And that challenge was, he's like, you get Halo 2 or you get any Halo game and, you know, it's on. I'll smoke you. So two nights ago, me, my brother-in-law, my buddy Cameron sat down and we loaded up the Master Chief Collection on the Xbox One. We loaded up Halo 2, baby. Call back to just greatness, right? We start split screening it with, uh, we could only do two, two people. So it was like a 1v1. And the first night of Halo 2, 1v1, I took the claim, took the throne, baby. Oh, yeah, we were playing, I think, like shoddy snipers. So, like, you start off with a shotgun and a sniper, and we just, like, went at it. 1v1, you know, battle it up Halo style, baby. And it was awesome. I definitely, like, a. I remember playing Halo 2. Like, I remember play, being part of, like, a LAN party. And this was, you know, Xbox to Xbox, hardwired together, playing on screens, like, four versus yeah four four versus four and just like absolute mayhem slayer and you know capture the flag you know i remember this being something super awesome that happened when i was younger and just like the idea of like getting everybody together on separate tvs team versus team it was just awesome and i remember like i said just so many things even like halo 3 if you guys are familiar with that game there was a uh there's actually like a mode where you could create your own maps and you could like turn up the speed or turn up your movement and your jump. And I remember this one time or what we would do is like clear out this entire map. So it was basically like a big square, almost like a gladiator pit, you know, and you would turn up the speed, turn up the jump. So it was just crazy movement speed. And you just run around and try to like no scope each other with a sniper or I don't know, like I said, it was just really fun and kind of crazy and kooky. And it was just cool to like sit down, go back to good old one V one halo and, you know, tear it up. Like I said, first night, I crushed them and absolutely crushed them. Now, last night, I was actually dethroned because my brother-in-law actually sm- he smoked me. It was a, I wouldn't really call it smoke me, but the last, he killed me. We were tied. We were playing first to 15. And we found a map that's even smaller now that's literally like a gladiator pit. It's, I don't even remember what it's called. Um, it'll come to me eventually. But we... Uh, we're locked into a good game, right? We're tied 14, 14, one kill left. And I decided to play a little cocky and try to get in close. And he had a shotgun and let's just say that it was super close, but ultimately he dethroned me on the halo two spectrum of one V ones in our house. And he walked out with the title halo two champion, but I crushed him and switched sports at bowling and tennis. Let me tell you, tennis on the Switch, I know I talked about it. You guys have to play it. If you uh, if you enjoy playing sports games, even if you don't, or if you like playing with your family, check out Switch Sports. It is awesome. I uh, currently, well, me and him were playing the other night, my brother-in-law and I, and I crushed my PB in bowling and put me up to a 233. So, oh, yeah. I mean, we're constantly trying to bowl 300, but like the likeliness of that happening, not very. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been really fun to bust out these games and just build up a big, you know, it's like every night we have like challenges or we have uh, like the best of three, best of five or whatever it is. And we often refer to whoever walks away that night is they have, you know, they're going back to title town, baby. And it's just it's just cool to see the competition rise in games. And especially when you get my favorite thing to do is start playing tennis or bowling and you have a few little drinks and then. You know, all of a sudden, 
bowling gets really serious or, you know, or it gets really bad. And usually in my cases is it's bad when it turns to tennis and I've had a few too many to drink because, you know, reaction times, very, very slow. But no, uh, it's just, I don't know, it's a super fun game. And, you know, I'd put it right up there with like Mario Kart. I never really liked Mario Party because I always felt like the game cheated. You know, if you played against, I don't even, I, I forget if you play against computer. I know you play against computers in the, uh, like the mini games, but I'm pretty sure you can also play against them like on the board games and, you know, they're actually part of the game. And I always felt like the computers cheated and it was just sometimes, especially like the Mario party that is on the switch, that game is cheap. And, you know, I will go on record here saying I don't really remember a whole lot of the mini games, but I do remember, you know, somebody while playing Mario parties getting upset, you know, and that's just, that's just all there is to it in that game. Somebody always ends up pissed off or cheated and, I don't know. I never really cared for it now. You know, I like some of the aspects. There was a really fun mode in the most recent Super Mario Party that was like a, a row adventure. Like you get in a boat and you and your buddies and you like row down the river, go to like different challenges. And it was really funny, like putting two or three or four people in a freaking canoe. And if they don't know how to row or not paying attention, you know, you had to row. Like, if, you know, if anybody's ever been in a canoe, you can understand this struggle trying to row it in a straight line or trying not to, you know, flip it around or move back and forth. If you guys, oh, I am horrible in a canoe. Some of you that know me will understand why I am sort of, you know, I'm a little bit bigger, taller wise, and you know, I'm not the most coordinated in a canoe. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't fit comfortably in one. So uh, yeah, I, I do kayaks. I don't do canoes. Boats, boats are all right, but canoes, not my strong point. And, uh, yeah, let's just say I don't have very many fond memories of being in a canoe. But uh, no, it's definitely fun. If you're if you're into that kind of thing and you want to be ultimately disappointed and felt cheated on, that's just my personal experience. But, you know, sometimes we did win and the honor and glory behind those wins made it ever that much more sweeter. But no, it's just, I don't know, I, I love playing the co-op games. You know, even if it's not like competition co-op and you guys are just working together to, you know, make one objective. I always thought those were cool. There was a, a good game years ago, Army of Two, and it was, you know, basically built on the idea that you and your buddy would sit down, co-op, and play these two characters and just go through and I forget what the whole premise of the game was. I just know you were a couple badass guys that rolled around and did a bunch of badass shit. There's actually a sequel to that, I'm pretty sure. One if not two sequels. But yeah, I remember like being younger and this was like Xbox three sixty days. When I was probably, I don't even know, had to have been, you know, a freshman or younger than that in high school. And this game came out and me and my buddy, we just sat down and we played it. I mean, I can't remember how many times we played through it, but it was just ultimately super fun. You got like different kinds of stuff you could do. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, like I said, the co-op games for me have always been awesome. You know, whether it's a competition side of it or whether you guys are working together to defeat that one big baddie. But uh, yeah, I, I would say ultimate competition for me, like outside of like playing, you know, the Wii sports and they're not Wii sports, switch sports and all that is uh, it's definitely Pokemon. I get super competitive when it comes down to Pokemon. Me and Cameron have battled each other through and through. I have went through, created hoss ass teams to just go through and wax people, you know, but I've never really gotten to the online battling just because that's like a whole new, I never thought I got. I'm good at like PVP with my friends, but I'm not good at battling online. Those guys take it a whole new level. 
especially when everything is trained up to stats and just all kinds of crazy junk. I, I was always good battling my friends at Pokemon, but the only thing I actually say I was good at was online-wise was probably like Call of Duty. I, I did all right in Halo, but like Call of Duty was always my strong point. I always played hardcore, and we would just get in there hardcore, play, you know, usually I'd play Deathmatch, and it would just be exactly what it was, Deathmatch. would just run in and just kill a bunch of people online. And like, like I said, freaking Call of Duty, uh, World War II, that was like one of the games that I got back into playing online um, after several years of not playing. And I, I freaking love that game. I thought it was super fun. I played it a bunch with all my friends. And I'm hoping, hoping with my new internet that they, uh, they're talking about putting in fiber optics like a couple roads, roads over from me. And when that hits my area, they're going to upgrade me to fiber optic or, you know, faster speed as soon as that happens. So I'm hoping that when that does happen, I can maybe get back online. And, you know, if that's the case, Modern Warfare 2, baby, here we come. I will be out on that game with a vengeance and bloodlust. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping for better days on that one. But no, I can't complain about my Internet service way better than the previous provider. You know, I can actually get back into using my mic. Like I said, a couple of those episodes, I just uh, I recorded in bulk because I was worried about, you know, having connection issues. I was like, well, shit, if this is working right now, I might as well record as much as I possibly can. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. So now we're back and, you know, I'm getting back in the flow of things, trying to get back ahead. I'm really, really anxious to see what happens in Immortals, the, uh, you know, the bonus season that's already started and, you know, the Ace Trainer saga. I'm really excited to see where that goes. I've uh, been playing it a little bit more, and I'm just super pumped all over, you know, over everything. I uh, Like I said, I got that ring light. I uploaded my first video, which that was hit and miss for me. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't necessarily love it. I just wanted to get something out there. But uh, I've been trying to cook up some ideas for some cool videos and, uh, yeah, ultimately get more stuff to you guys. That's why we're here, right? But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been one hell of a ride. And, you know, honestly, like the thought I, – I, not that I forget, but, like, sometimes, uh, you know – goes through my head like, oh shit, you know, you, you know, you, you run your own podcast and, you know, I sometimes kind of forget that. So like, I'm always trying to constantly think or like, you know, make plans to do this or do that. And I don't know, it's just a cool feeling. And, you know, I love doing it. You know, this is me saying, you know, this is me encouraging you to, you know, jump out of your normal everyday life. And if, you know, you got that one thing you've always wanted to try or do, just do it. Because let me tell you, it's awesome. I love it. And, uh, you know, who who cares how many people ultimately, you know, listen? I, everybody that does listen, that comes back every week and, you know, takes a half hour out of their day or an hour out of their week to listen to the couple episodes that I put up, I appreciate that beyond belief. You guys have no idea. And uh, not, you know, not that I would ever quit, but that's those just keep me going. Even those few little views a week. Or where I see that, you know, I spike up on a day or I drop an episode and before that day's up, like somebody's at least listened to it once or twice. You know, I, I love that feeling. And uh, actually, on Anchor, since you guys have been, you know, all of you guys have listened for so long and we've got so many episodes out there, I actually unlocked a pretty cool thing through Anchor. So they, uh, it's called, it, it was like activate listener support. Pretty much told me like, hey, you've got so many listeners, you can you know, open up something that basically allows people to pledge an amount of like, basically like a pledge of donation for whatever it is. And I think you can set it up monthly or anything like that. 
I thought that was cool that I unlocked it. I did activate it. So if, uh, you know, I'm never going to be like, oh my gosh, you should do this. But I'll just throw it out there. The, uh, the listener support is open. And if you guys ever do, you know, donate or anything like that, I would, you know, it, it'll be awesome. And I can't wait for that. There'll be, you know, for everybody that does do that, there'll be something really cool. And as soon as I get, you know, I'm still working on getting stuff ordered and getting all the, you know, everything ironed out, but there'll be something really cool for you guys. And yeah, that pretty much wraps up today's episode. I mean, we're, we're running a little early on time, but uh, I don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, I'm sure you guys got stuff to do today or, you know, maybe you don't, but uh, no, I actually, I guess before I wrap up, I do have a couple things. Um, I actually just played a session of D and D today. It was like a small little three hour session. Me and uh, me and my buddy Cameron and my good friend Crawley, which is a six foot eight minotaur. And we actually, we actually got caught up in some arena fighting, like gladiator style. And it was really fun. And I, I just, I can't, I can't help but plug D and D all the time, because if you guys are looking for something fun to do with your friends on a rainy day or, you know, whatever kind of day, you should try it out. It's a super fun role-playing game, and you can get into all kinds of shenanigans. I got into a little bit of shenanigans, but uh, mostly all, me and my good friend Crawley, the Minotaur, was in an arena match, and it was like a two-on-two, and I looked like some puny little elf, and nobody, everybody thought I was going to die and all this, that, and the other. So we get locked into this fight, and a bunch of wild shit goes down. There's magic flying around everywhere, and uh, I miss like my first two attacks. And finally, when it came back around on my third turn, I like ran forward and I have a spell as a paladin that is like a touch spell, but it does like necrotic damage, which is, you know, like undead damage. So I run across the arena and I like jump in the air and I just punch the, it was, it was a chick. I punched this chick in the chest and pretty much embedded my fist about two inches in and crumbled her chest, hit the ground and a bunch of like black necrotic energy just kind of rolled over her chest, almost like a symbiote from Venom taking over. And I actually killed the character in the arena. So, Ooh, that was kind of bad. Really pissed off the, uh, eventually after more fighting, her counterpart had surrendered and it turns out I uh, kind of crushed her wife's chest so supposedly what the DM told me is that character will be back around at some point. So, uh, yeah, whenever that does happen, I will definitely let you guys know the outcome of that. It is pretty scary being out there in the arena. I actually almost not, not that I almost died, but I was getting really low on health, but, uh, no, it was really fun. Most of the today's session was a little bit of shenanigans with a whole lot of gladiator fighting. And it was just really cool to jump into something, do some combat, have some fun for a couple hours and then just wrap it all up. You know, you can play, oh man, I've seen sessions go for six or seven hours and I've seen them, you know, you can have a fun little two hour mission or quest or whatever, kind of like slant. Yeah. Slan, Sloan and Dan, but uh, yeah, check it out. Maybe check out some podcasts or YouTube channels about dungeons and dragons, or, you know, maybe you are looking for a good mobile game to play. Look up a mobile game. I would recommend apex mobile. There's also a really good one. SimCity builder. And I played that on my iPad for a long time. I thought that game was super fun. And then, you know, eventually I just got to the point where I just got burnt out on it. But it is a good mobile game. You know, maybe you're just, you know, maybe you're just looking for something new to play. I, uh, I would encourage you to go check out Game Ranks if you're on YouTube. They show all kinds of 
cool stuff from like top 10 best bosses or best games or, you know, things you might've missed in games or any of that stuff. Check it out. Go, go watch some videos, you know, while you're there, maybe check out my, my uh, video episode if you are, if you haven't already heard it, but uh, yeah, go do all that stuff. Get on Rockhound radio on Facebook, give a like, give a share, do all that kind of stuff. And trust me, I appreciate it. Every like comment, all that stuff. I love it. And you know, like I said, we're just, we're going to keep on putting these episodes out. We got a whole bunch of cool stuff lined up. The end of Immortals, well, not the end of Immortals yet, but boy, are we working our way up towards it. You know, the Ace Trainer saga, that's a, definitely something cool that I'm happy to be working on. Finally, get to sink my teeth into some content for a Pokemon game and even better on a challenge. But yeah, that's uh, that's been today's Friday episode. You guys, you guys have a kick-ass weekend and uh, keep gaming, keep being a nerd, keep those competitions high and those, you know, what, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say expectations low, but man, that doesn't, that sure doesn't fit. But no, hell yeah. Have a good weekend, guys, and uh, I'll see you next time.